This is the No Relation Podcast. You want to talk about Black History Month really quick? You like my name? You like my name on, on Zoom? I, I, I thought that was hysterical. Your name is very funny. For people that don't... Uh, that, uh, that Okay, so for everybody, uh, Evan's, Evan's name on the Zoom chat is White Wealth Awareness Month. Did you get that from somewhere? Is that all you? Because that's, that's funny off, as shit. That's off, though. That's off, though. Nigga, we, can we, I've been saying this for, for years now. I've said it on the podcast every February. I want Black Pride Month. Black History Month is trash. I don't want Black History Month. I want Black Pride Month. I want wave competitions. I want cookouts. I want twerk-offs. I, that's, that's what we need. I want to be on a float dancing the young Jeezy. Uh, I've, been saying, I've been saying this for years. Gay people would do so much better with the month of February. They they can still have their parades. Mm-hmm. They can accessorize a lot better than black people. No offense, black people. We, we do just fine. Gay people have got us out the fucking walk. True. Uh, also, it's been Pride Month. Cookouts. It's been Pride Month for the past two years. Uh, some would say that's not long enough, though, Evan. Yeah, their, their culture is not based around cookouts nearly as much, though. Yeah, and, I, and that's that's the main point for why we should take the month of July. I said August. Is it August? I said August. I don't know which. Uh, I don't know which month. Uh, gay I agree. Maybe we'd come up with a mutual trade. And it, do you have gay homies? Like, if you if you're friends with gay dudes, and actually, Alex, you'll know this once you're in the city long enough. Like, um, they are they're exhausted by the end of Pride Month. Like, they they the 30, 30, What do they get? Thirty or thirty one days? That's entirely too much. Twenty eight is probably a good cutoff for them because they they. They're doing a lot use for a long time. I lived across the street from a gay bar in my last apartment, and that place was popping for thirty-one straight days. Correct. They did not take a break. Correct. It was uh, it was in and out. Like they also started at about nine a.m. every day. It was confusing. Like today, I don't know if they didn't work or what, but I, I didn't. I I'm not too much of a praying man, but I did send out a couple prayers for whatever was going on in that club because at some point it quit looking like fun and it started looking like work. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So that, that they wouldn't be mad at the 28. 28's not a slight to them. 28's kind of a nod. Like, yeah, you know, you can you can definitely get your shit off in 28 days. But at the end of the day, like, you're you're actually putting yourself in physical danger if you're going a full 31. Yeah. Also, with all the stuff they're putting in their body, some cold weather would probably help a little bit. <laughs> hey, can you go ahead and introduce I meant it. alcohol. And, I meant alcohol <laughs> and drugs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's out of hand to to, to alleviate to phallic <laughs> objects either. <laughs> Anyways, okay, yeah, this is probably this is the no relation podcast. Another episode of a doggy dog tale. You know me well. You know I'm coming by the smell. I'm here when you see the weed smoke in the air. Party people wave your hands like you just don't care. Crip your enthusiasm. Mm. Pen and paper, money maker, let the beat ride. Let me put you up on this nigga from the east side. This nigga born ready, serve a nigga either with the pen or off the Haiti. This nigga flow is dead. Where we at? Right here, Snoop Dogg, I'm with the G child. Play something, let me fuck you up just with this freestyle. For sure, but let's make a real record with real effort. Cause my pen game is lethal cyanide mixed with ether. Spit nothing but them hits out. The chronic put the world up on this shit. Snoopy been about. I wrote it down, need a backup. Called the hounds on worldwide. You know the voice, you know the sound. Painted like Picasso, my spot on top of the charts. You ain't fucking with the dog. I do this shit every day. I don't play with this here. Just look at my resume. I'm probably pimp for the year. That's what all the players say. Uh, episode 125? It's 126. 126. You were on a street there. That was, you, you got like two in a row. Listen, I'm just trying to get through now, man. Um, this is this is Amex Taylor. I'm saying hi. This is Joe signing on. Peace and blessings. This is Evan. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a week sober. I'm a week sober. Well, yeah, a week sober going? doesn't mean anything. <laughs> a week no, sober. No alcohol in me this week. That's all I'm saying. Also, you're not you a were, week sober because we're recording this on a Tuesday. So that wait, yeah, you know what? I'm a week sober on the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, you didn't have one beverage this past weekend. 
Yeah. I know you did. Exactly. Exactly. I know you did. I did. Flying through your jam. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Actually, you know, I did. Bye-bye, I did. Sir. I had the delicious one. I um, I, I recently got into espresso martinis. Ooh, Evan, it, <clears throat> it's really funny to me that like you started drinking probably about two years after everyone else, and you're exactly like I remember the espresso martini phase. It was a weird phase. It didn't last very long, but I was there. I just, uh, I just. I feel like I'm at a point where uh, mimosas at brunch is not it no more. Like it, I don't know if that's a maturity it's never thing. Been it. But like it's just no, it's never been it. It's never been it. It's never been it. Mimosas have never been it. It makes your hangover worse from the previous day, and it, it, it carries it into the next day. It's the worst hangover you could possibly have. Is from mimosas. No, mimosas are a. You can't. Mimosas are not a hangover cure. Mimosas are a hangover starter like you don't you don't go out on friday night and then drink mimosas on saturday morning that's not that's not how it goes you stay your ass in on friday night and then you get rowdy off mimosas the following day And all but also like i can't even really get the bottomless at spots anymore unless you got your like a pour your own thing because if it's half and half i feel like a, a wildebeest after like two of them i feel disgusting i can't drink three glasses of orange juice in any capacity let alone uh with champagne in it See, I'm kind of that way. I want them to be seven bucks pop, because that way I'll at least try to limit myself. That's true. Because if it's you if know, it's by, if I paid you know forty and it's bottomless, I'm going to th- find the bottom. Yeah, there's no there's no stopping me. <laughs> I don't even like champagne. You ever step back and thought like, all right, we've gone through eleven bottles of champagne in a group of like six of us, like. Can you drink eleven bottles of anything as a group? If I had eleven bottles of water, I'd be I'd be. Not in good shape, let alone 11 bottles of champagne. They could tell us, all right, we're going to, you know how it's like, what, usually like, what, $32 for like bottomless or some shit, right? They could tell us, hey, we're going to pay you guys each $32 each to drink 11 bottles of orange juice. And I don't think any of us can never. make it. Never, yeah. never. I wouldn't even attempt it. I would be like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I think espresso martini is actually a decent move for brunch, though, Evan, because you get your caffeine, but also... uh you can't have you can ne- you could never have more than two. Yeah, no, I had two, and like that that the thing that I've been learning is just, just like it just the whole brunch experience. I didn't even worry about ordering one. I didn't get a single one. I didn't do endless. Like the option was there, and I just said no. I'm gonna actually just are you. Wait, are you out of the phase where you're uh, ordering drinks from the bar that piss off the bartenders? No, no, I'm actually. I feel like I'm well. No, yeah, I'm, I'm like getting right in there. I'm I'm getting espresso martinis. What 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 do you think? Yeah, but I'm saying like it's a crowded bar and you walk up and you go like I would like a Bahama breeze, please. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh what the, I I still will ask for um for a white Russian, but if like I ask for a white Russian, I ask him like how do you make it? No. Nope. You ever I they mean can't, I, they can't walk away from the bar and get cream, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying too. And the, it's just a dick move. Like you can go up and ask for something simple, like a like a fucking Tom Collins. Like that's not a complicated drink. But if you're in a bar, if you have to say it twice in his ear because it's too loud, you shouldn't be ordering anything that has more than two ingredients. Get a gin and tonic or a rum and coke, whiskey sour, things that are easy to do right away. But if you're talking about something that's taking three or four ingredients, they got to get some simple syrup in there. Just just fuck off. All right. Well, also in my now I feel that way. Two years ago I did not. Two years ago I was yeah. that guy. But in my experience now, like I'm not going to do that, to, especially if I'm at a bar. It's busy, and I can clearly tell that they they don't even know what's really in a vodka tonic. Like it's just like why why would I do that to the person where I'm not even going to enjoy the drink? Like if I have to ask you what, if they ask me what's in the drink and I see them on Google while they're making the drink, I'm not going to enjoy it. Sometimes those are the best drinks actually. <laughs> I, I enjoy integrity when you're making my drink. So yeah, I'd much rather you do that than just be like, yeah, I got you. And then you just turn around and grab the first bottle you see. <laughs> but if you're that nigga that like what, it's your, you're out with your boys like yeah let's get six shots of tequila and you're like ah actually um I'd like a Negroni please <laughs> be like no 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 we're not yeah doing all right that. but you got to know what time you're on like you you have to be able to read the room yeah like if they're doing craft cocktails then maybe like you know go like I would like your uh, like an old fashioned please or some shit but if you're at like a fucking like you know sports bar. 
And you're walking up and going like, I would like a fucking Jameson Neat or some shit, which is fine. But still, they're going to look at you fucking funny. Jameson Neat, they can do, though. <laughs> they can, but still. Yeah, but like, like the 18-year-old the dude that works at the bar is going to ask you, what does Neat mean? Like, yeah. Dude's over yeah. here doing trigonometry still. Like, just chill out. <laughs> that guy's on probation. He doesn't give a fuck about how neat your Jameson is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm out of that phase. Even though I will say, uh, I definitely still am on some. Instead of like a classic pregame, let's hit like the cocktail bar and get like two, three drinks each, and then like go do whatever, go to the more ratchet place. But I do like a nice little cocktail bar, even though you spend forty dollars to get a light, light buzz. Well, no, it's it's always fun if you go to a bar and they have like the mixologist there, not just the bartender, because then you get that. Yeah. Time. If you can go up to a bartender and say, "Hey, what would you, uh, what would you suggest if I tell you I've been having a bad day, uh, my car doesn't start, my bunny died, and also uh, a rain cloud was following me on my way here, what would you get me?" And they give you the right drink. Yeah, I mean, normally it's just like a dark and stormy, but they use like a cherry liqueur or something. But still, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's always funny when they just put a little ginger snap in it or some <laughs> shit like that. Like it's just. <laughs> <laughs> But they they added egg white, which makes it you know you know you know they're they're mixologists. That's what, that's what I like about mixologists is like it really depends on what mood they're in because most of the time if you give them a long story they'll just nod and be like okay I got the perfect thing for you and they'll make a regular ass drink with one special ingredient and then no I would say uh, yeah this is cranberry juice with uh, Tito's vodka and then on the top I put a brim of sugar. And then I'm gonna go ahead and add this like little like cherry inside of it. Like it's like okay, you just I went to mixology school. They tell you the whole thing. It's just like yeah, just nod your head, agree with whatever the fuck they say, and just make something pretty. That's the that's that's it. <laughs> Seriously, it's like this is a gin and tonic, but you threw a little bit of elderflower in there. Like I'm not dumb, but I'll drink it. Here's sixteen dollars. Yeah. I appreciate it. Whatever you can mix with dry vermouth, they'll, they'll give you a fucking award. Yeah. So that's that's all you have to do. Um, do you, wait, we have some topics we should probably address. <laughs> I don't even know where that started. Black yeah, History where, Month. Black History. Black Pride where, Month. Where do, what are y'all going to do for Black Pride Month? You see what Kanye called it? Mm-mm. I think he called it like Black, uh, Black Feature History Month or something. Yeah, that's what Dave Chappelle called it, too. What what was it? I didn't hear it. It's a black future, uh, future Black History Month or something like that. Uh, no, it's it, you know how it's called Black History Month. He called it Black Future Month. Black Future Month. That's yeah. corny. I like Black Pride. Can we just move the? Just move. I, I think I always had like a really good idea. We move it to July. I say August. August is a really good cookout month, and we just get everyone who ha- wears like those like like leather strap sandals um we get all of them together get their grill and we see who who just makes the best barbecue what's what's so wrong with that that's all i want that's all i want best barbecue who makes the best lemonade mm-hmm. depending on where you are in the country maybe sweet tea <clears throat> mm-hmm. all that fried chicken off fucking all sorts of shit i'll, I'll be eating gizzards <laughs> it's black pride month and then we get the, we, we Chitlins need to be ready and available too. Absolutely, for Black Pride. And then for the women, I want to see who braids the hair the best. Hell also, yeah. at the smallest, I would grow my shit back out if that's what we were doing. Also, at the smallest length too, I want to see someone with like Alex with like straight backs. <laughs> that's you know, no 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 that's the real competition because I remember uh, <clears throat> I remember when I was growing up, like like. You remember this? You guys probably had this too. Like there is like some black girl in your school that would come up to you and go like, "Can I braid your hair?" And you're like, "You can't. Uh, why would you? It's not even long enough." And he's like, "No, no, no. I can braid your hair right now." And it was like, it's time to put that to the test. That's true. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot. There's 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 a, a an infinite amount of things that uh, we could do for Black Pride Month. And like I said, I just want to be in a float on some Tims, wearing some Tims, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, you know, whatever the, when you go to a gay pride parade, you know, whatever the most ridiculous outfit is, I want to do the black version of that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want full body do-rags. 
Steve um, Harvey suits. Old school, right. old school car show offs or something like that. Hell yeah. Averitch jackets. Mm-hmm. I think we should bring back South Pole, but just for that month. Nigga Echo. <laughs> if, you, if you're asking the right nigga, it never would, really went away. <laughs> Fubu. Or if it's Sean John. It's, it's like, make Sean it like a, almost like. Almost like Christmas apparel. Like, you know, you can only wear that from, like... I'm not going to lie. Hey, nigga, rock aware? I live in New York. I live in New York now, guys. That shit has not gone away. <laughs> I don't know if some of these guys just got out of prison or if they're just still, like, just never have really left the area they're from. But if you go down the right streets, that stuff is still popping. Like, they still sell that shit outside of Kmart. That's because they were on Jamaica Ave, and those deals never stop, bro. My mom used to take me to, to <clears throat> New York every, like, uh, every summer. And that's where my brother and I would do our like before school shopping. So like she would she would just let us she would just let us go because she knew the like cheap spots because she grew up there, and we would just have the time of our lives picking out our own clothes. And then I would be dressed like fucking city ass city kid in my cute ass white town uh, all year. And uh, that's <laughs> I think that's her way of reconciling that she was raising her kids in a white town. It was just like I got to take them to do some black shit here and there, so uh, you know they don't forget who they are. And uh, that was I was I was decked out in the fucking Echo and the Rock Aware, Sean John, all that shit. I had everything. If you walk, yeah. If you walk up the street here, they still have. They're still selling jorts. Oh, they're and like baggy jorts, jorts. <laughs> like baggy yeah. jorts. This like it's not like half the stuff is not fashionable for most today's men. Mm-hmm. But hey, those mid shin jorts, bro. <laughs> they had their day in the sun, and some people just said, "Fuck it." Like I don't care that fashion's moved on. I'm not going to. This is where I'm mm-hmm. staying. Much respect to some of those men that just decide to stay in their ways. Hmm. It's not complacency at that point. At this point, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a code. Are y'all excited for that day? Because I feel like about, about half, maybe more than half, two thirds of all men, they get to a place where they're like, "This is the most handsome I'm ever going to be in my life," and whatever haircut slash clothing that they're rocking with at that day, at that point, they never stop. I'm there. They never I'm there. stop. Nigga, I'm, I'm, here. There. I'm there. I'm there. I'm here. I'm there. This is I'm it. Here. If you think my hair is going to change in the next 15 years, you are mistaken. Yeah, I even did. I did waves for a second. I went back to the curls. It's, 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 it's I'm here. I figured it out. Yeah, I got the hairstyle. I, I got the hairstyle. I got the clothes I'm okay with. Like, it's, it's fine. It's not going away. Like H and I'm pretty sure H and M is going to stay in business for people like my age, like going forward. That's fair. I, I think have I'm my cl- pair of boxers with the, you know, I have my pair of boxers with the holes in them, and you know that's that's going to be the pair I want to be buried with. I'm not there yet. I've never been able to like. I've never. I've like when I first got money, when I got this job. Um, I definitely like went on a couple little shopping sprees for myself and my style changed a little bit just because I could finally get the shit I wanted to get. But I feel like I need to catch a slightly bigger bag in order for me to really say like, all right, this is where I'm fucking thriving. Like this is exactly what I wanted and this is where I'm staying at. You know what I mean? And also I don't, I've always wanted frosted tips. There's a couple of things that I still need to do and, uh, I'm not sure when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen, but I haven't let go of it yet. You're an adult now. I know. The older I get, the worse it's going to be, but it's going to fucking happen. <laughs> Y'all wait. I'm we'll looking saying like Drewski Drewski wait. at 20, 29 years old. I'm not, I'm not going to judge because there's going to be a day where I have braided frosted tips, so it's it's okay. I'm the only one here to admit then that, that that ship sailed for me a while ago was the frosted tips. And I could debatably quit my job one day and have a full-time job in entertainment and that's not going to happen no i can like i can accept the there's a couple childhood dreams i won't let go of uh and that's one of them i can let go of me never dropping mixtape i can let go of me never being nba i'm never gonna let go of me having frosted tips i think i'm right there evan there's a couple of dreams where i said "Mm, that's not that's not for me you know (laughs) and uh that's okay but at the end of the day i just know it takes very little momentum for me to get very full of myself and it would just take a couple of things going right for me to be like yep all right today's the day frosted tips baby but the day it's, i get frosted tips is also the same day i get the uh the hang down cross earring so get the hang down cross earring first they go well, hand in hand i'm just saying it's gonna be a bad day for everyone it's a two for one i might get my eyebrow pierced too yeah every single don't every bisexual man the 100 yard radius of me should stay away you guys want to talk about Bill, uh, Bill Wait, Belichick? Wait, so Evan, 
I was going to say, you want to talk about euphoria. This is probably good euphoria. <laughs> yeah, wait. I put down uh, euphoria on the topic list. We definitely got to stop back to Bill Belichick. But I put uh, euphoria on the topic list because um, I'm on Twitter. I'm an active Twitter user. And every it's one of those shows where apparently it's appointment television for everybody. So every time an episode goes up, that's it floods the timeline for like four or five hours. And uh, this is the first, this is the first like, big ass show that I actually think like maybe I would like it that I'm just not um I'm not hip to it so I just want to know from y'all because y'all both watch it like is this shit worth it because the hater in me is coming out with all this hype it's getting like the hater in me wants to be like ah there's no way it's as good as everybody says it is and now I'm afraid if I do watch it I'm just gonna go in with a haters mentality but is it like is it just transcendently good like is it actually a very good show okay so um, do, do you want me to start you want to start or you want me to start at we might have the same opinion. I mean, all I was going to say, season one was, in my opinion, pretty good. Is it overhyped because of the demographic it probably keys into a little bit? and Maybe not even key into because I think the demographic might be like people like us. Yes. But the season one, pretty good. This one, there's, they're just doing a lot. Like, they're not keeping nothing simple, and it's kind of annoying to me. So... What I was going to say is for season one, yes, there's some, like, weird high school bullshit, uh, but you got to follow Zendaya in this. I'm sorry, but Zendaya is delivering a very, very good performance, episode in and episode out. She's a very phenomenal actor, (laughs) and, like, her – and you already understand the premise. It's about uh, pretty much her being a junkie, and then, like, like, there's a bunch of other shit, like, going on that's just, like, high school drama bullshit to the extreme uh, all around her. Uh, but honestly, just like kind of rides in wake. And then you're going to be looking at the other characters like, wow, that's not even that bad. I'm kind of glad I got a break from the fucking emotional distress that Zendaya's character is putting you through. Interesting. Uh, is, uh, is Zendaya and, and uh, that, <clears throat> the tall white guy, Nate? Yeah. He, he does a pretty good job. Cause like he, they're the only two storylines in my opinion that actually make sense. Everyone else is just kind of like, uh, I, I don't really get it. Those two, you can tell why they're fucked up. I'm just over here like, why would me, an adult, want to watch a high school show? It's a it's an adult show. It's not like the... All right, so it's not like the grassy. The grassy was, I feel like, it was for, like, the teenagers at that time. Like, this I show just feel like, literally, yeah. this. I feel like this show was actually made for people, like, probably like us who have already lived through something like that. Or okay. they've seen something like this in the past, because this yeah. is I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend this to anybody that's still molding a mindset. <laughs> yeah, I well, that's what I'm saying. I would recommend this I feel to like, a college student. Okay, because I feel like most high school shows are tailored toward people high school age or younger. Mostly people younger than high school age, like middle schoolers. Um, well, but, this is for adults. And it also helps knowing that all these people are like either almost thirty or or, or they are. That also fucks me up, actually, because <laughs> I feel like uh, film the film industry is getting a little bit more responsible with not having thirty seven year olds play like a high school or like oh he's cleanly shaven close enough. Like <laughs> I feel like they were getting better about that, but um, I don't know. Zendaya's like twenty five, but she's got the baby face, so that she's she's good casting. But I just hate seeing like a grown ass man with a man's shoulders and a man's body. In a you know a five o'clock shadow, be like, oh, I'm 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 sixteen. Like, okay. I mean, all right. So they they come in with some heavy ass topics to start out, Joe. So I mean, like, it's not shit that like typical high schoolers are like necessarily going through. So where's this take? And place? also, is this British? No, no. Oh, I thought these niggas were British this whole time. <laughs> no, there's an Australian dude in it, but he plays an American dude. Where where's this supposed to take place? I don't think they give you a specific area. I mean, it's just like a, a like a city. Like, I'm not it's not like a city per se. It's just like a, there's a high school and like there's a little like suburb town. Oh, okay. But having said that, shit's about to get real. And uh, I did. I do think that you you missed a, a, a good episode, Joe, because uh, what you preach on this podcast about how a man should just try holding another man's hand it came through to flourishing in this last episode. Been trying to tell y'all, man. <laughs> Just think this about guy, how many women fooled around with women. They might not be gay, but they're not. You know, they 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 had their fun. And then think about how many niggas that actually tried it. 
it's uh, the numbers don't add up. Some of you niggas just need to just 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 kiss him on the cheek and see if you get the butterflies, man. That's all I'm saying. My and only is, I, I respect any show that is, explores that. So maybe that maybe that's the maybe that's the thing that uh, warms me up to it. My only issue with this show is well, one the the fan base the fan base one they come up with their own like conspiracy theories behind it and they come up with their own like little fan explained like concepts behind it. like bro it's not that deep it's just a show and the writers are making the show no one's like like talking to you from beyond the grave or whatever and this it's just a show and also to the people that think they're glorifying drug use one there's really only one two people in this, in this show that actually uses drugs and like is in the most depressing fashion possible they don't look like they're having any ounce of fun like there's no glorification of drug use in this show in my opinion like it's just it, it's just there and actually they show that's why i think that she's uh zenday is actually doing such a good job acting you actually start to hate the character a little bit like you almost don't like her as a character because of like the way she's using drugs and the way she treats mm-hmm. other people so in my opinion it's actually like showing a more accurate representation of what someone on drugs and addicted to drugs is is going through so um i like that part of it but also on their end, as far as like production and writing and whatnot, there's just a lot going on. It doesn't need to be that that deep. It's just like it's almost hard to follow sometimes. Like this past episode, there's almost too much visualization and like imagery and representation. Like it didn't have to be that deep. Like season one, um, you can like tell what's going on or like the mood of the person based off the lighting. Like every single character had their own light, and that was pretty much it this season it's just like there's well, so much background imagery into it it's just it's not needed well apparently they had to reshoot because of covid or something like that hmm. well still, i heard there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, male genitalia in it as well is that true? yes yeah, yes yeah, there's a lot, lot of this penis. season there's a lot of dicks yeah. <laughs> a lot of penis <laughs> that's interesting uh this is um, an hbo show right yes yeah HBO yeah H- hbo's never shied away from that shit hbo's always been a big fan of male uh nudity but no, it's a. It, I do say it's a. It's a pretty good show. I mean, recommend it. Honestly, uh, do I recommend it? Sure. That it, it. It wouldn't be any skin off your back though if you didn't watch it. I don't think. I feel like I I'm too that. late, and I also just don't like things that are super super emotionally charged anymore. My life is exhausting. I don't have time to have feelings about niggas I don't know. I just. I'm, I'm tired. Well, I said the same shit about Game of Thrones. I was the same exact way. I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not watching some witchcraft bullshit." And and then and then one day I was just like, "Fuck it! I guess I'm gonna watch all of it." So, you know, you, you yeah. probably do the same shit. They're gonna be on like season six or some shit, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck it! I'm just gonna watch all of it anyways." So I'll wait for a rainy day for that, but it probably will happen. I, I mean, it's kind of inevitable at this point. Especially, I mean, is this the type of show where they're gonna have like hella seasons? I, I mean, we're on we're I, only I on season two. There, yeah, we're on season two. Zendaya is knocking it out the fucking park, though, dude. I'm <laughs> I'm not even one to like note when the actors actors or actresses are giving amazing performances. She's she's giving a, a a ten out of ten performance. Good for her. All right, all right. I fuck with it. Um. But yeah, having said that, so the dad and that. Uh, he he came home one day drunk, pissed on the floor, told everybody he's gay, uh, took a family family portrait, and then uh, said, "I'll see you fuckers later." Uh, God, I respect that. <laughs> and then and then wait, and then left in his uh, in his jeep that he had since he was a teenager. Um, you know what he did? He did what's best for his family. Is what he did. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he said. I, I think, think he said one day you're gonna. He said one day you're gonna thank me or something along the lines of that. God, I respect that. Good for him. Yeah, more dads that need was to a, do that. Yeah. He what's worse? Went to a, what's worse? A lifetime of emotional neglect and beratement because uh, your father never accepted who they actually were, or them just having one uh, dramatic moment and then dipping out and getting their shit together. That, I mean, probably. Well, that's that's essentially what. Like, that's essentially bad. what his whole plot was. Like his plot, like with like his son Nate, was like essentially like he doesn't really know his son. And, like, he just, like, isn't really connected with them or close to him. And, like, he would, like, push him so much in, like, football and, like, all these other sports. And then come to find out, like, he's, like, has this whole past and he's gay. And, like, he's been having sex with these, like, with, uh like, pretty much, like, escorts in this hotel. And he films them, like, pretty much every while, all of them to the point where he has to color code the, the videos. 
Wow. And then color code. Yeah. I would like to learn more about that organizing system. Is it based by activity or like the the the, the I, I don't know how it works. The gentleman. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I'm, it could be name based, but anyway, his son uh, will find it out, and then like it scars the son a lot, and then uh, the son oh, found the tapes. Yeah, the son like breaks into his office, finds the tapes. Goes that's a him. tough. That's a tough thing to find. <laughs> yeah. And then it just sends him scar. I wouldn't even be mad that they were gay sex tapes. I feel like just watching your dad fuck is not something you ever want to do. Yeah, also his dad's married, like, to his mother. And then just, like, one day, uh, like, like I think, like, what past episode was, like, you see him driving his uh, high school Jeep with his, like, with his best friend. They end up making out at a bar. They have sex. And then, like, that's it. And then that was, like, no, the No, they didn't love... have sex. They just no, made they, out. They, he, they said, just made he said out. they had sex. Oh, yeah. He told He said uh, he, they had sex the day that I he found out that uh, the first, bo- uh, first one was born. And that was like the day his life changed, apparently. And then he gets in that same Jeep. He went to that same bar, uh, danced with a man, and then he just decided to come out. Wildly drunk, by the way. Good for him. And then looked at his wife in the face and said, you know how many men I've had sex with (laughs) while we were together? (laughs) I feel like I've never been cheated on, so I don't, well, that I know of. But, I, <laughs> but relationship. Yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> well, wait a minute. If you, I ah, never mind. <laughs> we already we can. already have done yeah. enough airing out of me. <laughs> um, the fuck was I about to say? <laughs> oh, I've never been cheated on, but if you found out that your partner's gay, like if you were with a girl and then she's like, hey, I'm I'm attracted to women and I always have been, this was a mistake, that's heartbreaking, but at the same time, it's like at least there's nothing you can do about it, and it wasn't you. It was like your, your gender. It wasn't like you specifically. You know what I mean? I feel like there's more reconciliation there than someone's like, I've been cheating on you because you're a piece of shit and you don't satisfy me and whatever i wanted to hurt you like that's different than like look the per- who i am like i'm not uh into you know your gender like that's that's um i can live with that y- yes but you invested time in this person and everything and you're just going like oh yeah by the way i'm playing for the other team now i hope that's cool with you babe <laughs> uh we have a you're just like we have a house together. <laughs> I guess that see my thing is oh I never really understood like the phrase like you wasted my time. It's like what what were you gonna do with that six months otherwise? Like I don't think we wasted anybody's time. Like I don't I never I never understood that. There's I didn't think that that was really a thing. But I do think it's fair if you're like 17 years into a marriage, you're like you they they dip and then you're like okay, so I think I did get my time wasted there. Yeah, that was yeah, that was yeah, probably a waste what, of time. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine you starting to like build a future with this person. At least in the in your head, you're gonna be kind of pissed off about that. Yeah, I just I uh, I guess uh, the context that you wasted my time in my life has just been like after the third date and it doesn't really go anywhere. It's like you if you didn't like me, why would you waste my time? It's like we went we we spent 48 minutes together three times. That's not wasting yeah, time. Yeah, Joe, put put a little bit more time into someone and then see what see how you feel if there goes like, oh, just FYI, I'm into chicks. So like you'd be like I mean and I can I get if you need okay. No, no, you can't no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Nope, it doesn't work like that. Can we talk about Bill Belichick, please? Yeah, that's probably a better idea. Yeah, this is just gonna go down a deep hole that Joe needs to explore, but we're not gonna talk about that now. (laughs) All right, uh so on the day that Tom Brady retired, um, that was uprooted by uh, Brian Flores filing a class action lawsuit against the NFL, saying that there is discrimination and uh, uh, not enough black representation in the league. Uh, but and at the front page of all this was text messages from the New England's Patriots coach Bill Belichick. Uh, that he was having a conversation with. Uh, the, the text messages were really funny because um, he, uh, he apparently, I guess Bill did the thing he'd say, so this is Brian Flores we're talking about, and he thought that he was texting the new head coach of the Giants, Brian Dable, uh, and I guess he just had their name saved as as, B, as what, Brian probably? <laughs> 
and he said, hey, just want to say congrats on the Giants job or whatever. And he was like, uh, yeah, I have my interview tomorrow. Uh, how'd you know about it? He's like, oh, I guess I just heard some good stuff about you. And he's like, wait, do you mean, do you mean Brian? Who do you mean you're talking to? You think you're pro- talking to Brian Dable or Brian Flores? And then, <laughs> and then Bill wrote back, wait, what? Do you, I want, I kind of want to get this exactly right. <laughs> I don't have my phone next to me. Hold on. Do you guys have, does anybody have their phone and you want to say it? Well, you could probably pull it up as fast as I could. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't know what, uh, what you're referring to. You don't know? No. I want to, I, he, because <laughs> it's fucking funny. Hold on. Yeah, uh, and this is the recently fired head coach of the of the Miami Dolphins, by the way, that's receiving this text message, who also Have won seven games in a row to end the season out. With Tua Tagalong. Yeah. Okay. I live in Hawaii. You can't just be fucking up his name like that. I'm a, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get jumped out here. <laughs> With Tua Tagovailoa, the fucking pride of pride of Hawaii ass. His brother's ass. He is he is not bad. No, he is. <laughs> that nigga's butt cheeks, bro. All right, uh, here we go. Won seven in a row. Yeah, no, he no, no, he did. Yes, he did. So, no, Brian Flores won seven. <laughs> so, the text read: uh, Did you hear something? I uh, so sounds like you landed the uh, the the job. That's from Bill. Congrats. And then Brian replies: Did you hear something? I didn't. And then Bill writes back, Giants, question marks? And he says, I interview with him Thursday. I think I have a shot. And then Bill goes, got it. I hear from Buffalo and New York Giants that you have, uh, you're uh, you're their guy. I hope it works out if you wanted to. Uh, and he says, that's definitely what I want to uh, want to hear. Thanks, Coach. And then he said, wait, Coach, are you talking – do you think you're talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure. Bill Belichick's direct reply is, sorry, I fucked this up. <laughs> I double-checked and misread the text. I think they are naming Dable. I'm sorry about that. And then signature, BB. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> it's just like a, a part of me wants to like 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 give in to everyone saying, like, oh, you know, Bill Belichick is a really smart guy. He's very calculated. He definitely did this on purpose. Another part of me like, this bro, this guy's 80 years old. This nigga forgot all about him. <laughs> That's the thing. There was what's funny about that is there were multiple places where he could have caught that like maybe this isn't the right guy before he actually was like, "Yo, are, do you think you're talking to Brian Gable or Brian Flores?" But Bill Belichick was just adamant, like, "Oh yeah, no, you got the job, homie. I don't, I, don't, I can't think of another Brian anywhere that would <laughs> that would want this job. No idea." And the thing is. The funny thing is that was just the last straw for Brian because apparently, <laughs> apparently he was saying like he he went on a couple of interviews and like the the owner showed up drunk as hell like they had just like gotten off of like a sprinter and they were completely just hammered <laughs> and this was this was just the last straw and I guess it was just Bill Belichick just snitch dry snitching on another organization yeah, really. and this was this was it he was just so pissed off that he was like you know what all right it's time. And it's funny because he's like, I don't even want to work for the NFL anymore. Because he knows if he sues the NFL, he's never going to get another job with the NFL. Yeah, he, he essentially just it, like, blackballed himself, and it's almost hilarious. He yeah. he's even came out and said how um the Miami Dolphins like came up, came up to him and said, "I'll give you a hundred k for every game you lose." Yeah, yeah, they were like, "Hey, so we hired you. You're you're tank mode. You're tank coach. We need you to just lose." So we can get some draft picks because this nigga two is not it. Our team's not there. Like, no, this like, is our defense is decent, but. What? This is 2019, so before two. Okay, yeah. So anyway, though, but they, he was just getting paid to lose, and he was like, "Nah, I don't, I don't do that. Like, I'm, I'm here to win." And then they tried to bribe him, like, "No, you're gonna lose, and I'll buy, I'll buy your house every time you do, bitch." <laughs> Give a fuck if you care about winning. I just, I just want these draft picks. Let me get this Trevor Lawrence guy. I heard he's pretty good. 
the whole time, like like sports reporters and everything are talking about how great of a coach is Brian Flores guy is, and he's just taking shit after shit. And he's like, everybody was like saying how great of a coach he is. Like every yeah. time you turn on Sports Center, every time you turn on like Fox Sports or anything like that, everybody's like, yeah, he's a good coach. Just give him some time because he's rebuilding a whole ass franchise. And then they cut him because he was just like, I guess he like yelled at Tua too much, and he was like, look, I'd rather have the guy that really likes massage therapists in here. <laughs> than Tua Tagovailoa. It's just it, it's funny because he's literally like the I think he was like the leading candidate for a job and like there's nine head coaching spots available and like literally everyone's getting uh, getting the field. Him and Eric Bieniemy, um, who's like the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, like there's been two offensive coordinators who are even as good as him that's been hired already. Yeah, no, he he has justification for this. I think it's a great way to start off uh, uh, Black History Month. And I also think the NFL has got to deal with their shit. Because, <laughs> like, uh, it, the well, virtue signaling what? they've been doing these last couple of these last couple of years is, like, it's painful to watch, bro. It's it's very hard. They, they The NFL put out a statement. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, no, Brian Flores has no merit to say any of this. There's only one black head coach in the league right now. <laughs> There's only one. And you know how many black pe- people are on these fucking rosters? 70%. Yeah. There's well, <laughs> 70%. If and if the offensive line wasn't there, it would be 97%. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying. So, like, if there was a if there was an opportunity to, like, just, like, what was what the Phoenix Suns coach uh, or Phoenix Suns <laughs> owner say? These niggas need a nigga. That's all I'm fucking saying. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. You're trying to tell me there's not a couple of black people that just know the X and O's? Get the fuck out. It's only Mike Tomlin. <laughs> you know what's funny too? Like I bet they I bet they had a meeting and we're like, all right, so let's just give up on quarterback. We're not. <laughs> we got Joe Burrow, <laughs> but there's not many left. We're <laughs> it's gonna be half and half best case, but it's probably gonna be mostly black folks in the next like ten years. What we need to do though is we gotta lock down these head coaching jobs. That's that's all we got left. That's the only thing that yeah. we can control. So let's just stick with that. And then someone raised their hand. Well, what about uh, what about owners or GMs? <laughs> they they kicked that man out of the league. They kicked they kicked him out of the league. He's not there. Yeah, he uh, was assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and what's even funnier is that the way Bill Belichick was texting, he was like, "Yeah, no, I heard from the Giants and Buffalo that like you're gonna be the guy." Like, what group chat are you in, Bill? <laughs> Right, right. You're you're a coach. You know where other people. Why are the be fuck coaches? would he know that? Why are you telling other teams? Other teams had coaches like, oh yeah, now we're uh, we're hiring that uh, that uh, Brian guy because uh, you know we we really think he's a great fit for this organization. Uh, the fuck that guy from Miami. So we're, we're hiring the other Brian and Bill Belichick's like, you know, he's got a fucking cigar smoke in his eyes. He didn't see who he was texting. <laughs> like, hey, congratulations! I'll add you to the group chat. Actually, how you doing? <laughs> I, I just think it's funny where he's like, yeah, look, I fucked this one up. <laughs> it's just funny to me, the people that think that he did that on purpose. Like, bro, he just learned how to use an iPhone two days ago. That young, that young man does not have a single care in the world, even after the lawsuit was filed. No, no, he's good. That man has been wearing the but, same greasy cutoff hoodie for 17 years in the league now. He does not care. Also, also I don't think uh, Bill Belichick has a racist bone in his body. I think he's just completely shitty to everyone. yeah i was gonna say i think he looks at every person equally as a piece of meat and bones like he, yeah he looks at you as a physical specimen that can win or lose him football games and nothing more i think he looks at everybody as if they were a black man in the 50s <laughs> yeah his shit's across the board give him cooper cup he doesn't give a shit run the route <laughs> uh well, oh yeah, Tom Brady also retired. Does anybody care over here? Yeah, he, he, I mean, he, he retired. You okay? You're the one that had a crush on him. He retired the first day of Black History Month, so I mean, I was just happy that no one gave a shit. Like that was. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny like, that he... the news broke before he got a chance to break it, so everybody got their shit off, and then everybody stopped caring, and then he retired officially, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, we we knew that, Tom." It's funny as fuck. Wait. It's funny as fuck because Adam Schefter broke it, who works for ESPN, and every it, like Tom Brady and like his family all came out. I was like, he hasn't actually retired yet. He's still thinking about it. And at like 
Yeah, you know, like just like a thing you're not supposed to do as a reporter is like yeah. go against what you reported. So it was funny as fuck where Adam Schefter was like, no, this thing is retired. Like he's <laughs> <laughs> he's retired and he's done. I'm sticking to it. And all of ESPN followed this nigga. They all I watched all the talk shows. They're all like, yeah, he's retired. I, it's crazy. None of them said like he's thinking about it or anything. It was like it's crazy that he's been retired since Saturday. Like, <laughs> I respect that. Did y'all read his uh, thing? Because I didn't. <laughs> I was no, excited. Oh, I saw it was one, and then I, I read half of it, and then I was like, wait, is there more than this? And then I scrolled through. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I saw it was like one of those things on Instagram. Pages. Like, you swipe, uh, uh, you like, have to like swipe through it. I'm like, yeah, now I'm, I'm good. Yeah, that, Tom's way funnier than that. I thought there'd be memes in there. I thought it'd be like him with the red eyes and funny music playing, like fucking many men and his career highlights. But nah, he like decided to do the fucking black screen IG story at retirement and nope no thank you i'm i'm cool on that whatever it said i'm sure it was lovely but uh apparently yeah, he didn't even I, mention the patriots by the way yeah nigga he didn't play for the patriots he was playing for the buccaneers but you won six rings with the team you're not gonna say like hey thanks to this he was just like hey yeah he football was great for me i'm really he rich said- now and uh i played until i was like 60 years old and i don't think i have ct so i appreciate everybody i'm out of here thank you he said thanks to them when he left them originally yeah, but when you retire, you're not going to look back on your whole career, just the last year, two years? T- to be fair, his thank you to the to the Patriots was a little bit more elegant than the one that from his <laughs> retirement. Joe, Joe, when you retire from your from your job, are you going to go back to your first job and like, hey, thank you guys for everything you gave me? No. That's a fair point. Maybe. I might hit him up and just be yeah. like, hey, I'm spending that 401k. You're not going to go to Thanks, the job bitch. you're working at. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, that's true, actually. I, I'll, I'm going to do the Michael Scott. Like, I'm going to get a whole retirement party set up for me and then just quit two days before and not tell anybody. <laughs> if anything, you would actually go back to the first job and tell them that you retired and not the one that you're at. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't know our job shit. I, I respect that. Shout out to Tom Brady. Um, Should we go to our segments? or dude, I got I got one other topic, but I could save it for White Skin a Week. Just, just do uh, light skin of the week. Yeah. Uh, you good, Evan? Yeah. All right. This is why you can't tell light skins they're funny. Light skin of the week. Week, week, week. Light skin of the week. Light skin of the week is just us talking talking shit about someone, I guess. I don't know. Uh, they could be light skin. They could be not light skin. They just stood out to us this week. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, you guys might follow suit with this one. Uh I'm going to just shout out Joe Burrow. Um, we also have to talk about how we have to also stop these white men that can't necessarily grow beards. Um, they're getting a little too powerful at this point, and I don't know what so we're supposed to it's do. It's Macaulay Culkin syndrome. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got that. It's, I, I don't even think he grew a patchy beard. I actually think he's got like six hairs on each cheek. Which is remarkable for a professional athlete, because most most of those dudes have beards by the time they're like fourteen. Yeah, they're getting out of control. Him, Jack Harlow, Pete Davidson—they're mm. all in the same group. Mm. Uh, they're all in the same group of they can't grow beards, and I want to be friends with each and every single one of them. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Shout out Joe Burrow, man. He beat the light skin Angel of Death, light skin Grim Reaper. Um, yeah, took out. Uh, Jackson Mahomes. Everybody appreciated that. Um, as a new TikTok user, I'm a little disappointed. I thought that's what you were supposed to watch. I didn't get a chance to talk about that, actually, but I'll maybe I'll save that for another week. TikTok fucking sucks, man. <laughs> I don't know what you niggas are spending your spare time on. Just watching softcore porn all day, every day. It's petrifying what's on that shit. Nigga, I made a brand new TikTok. It asked me my likes. I put basketball and fucking hip hop and fucking art. And this thing, I got nothing but ass. <laughs> it's just ass over and over and over. I was, I scrolled through for 20 minutes trying to find something that I could like to make the algorithm not ass. It's still ass. It's just ass. And all these hoes are bare, they're, they're uh, touching 17. I can't even tell most of the time. I feel like I'm on a list somewhere because I'm just scrolling through this pedophile ass dancing ass. Every single app is just ass and titty. Or every single, every single thing is just ass and titty more worse. in some capacity. It's horrible. It's horrible. 
nothing's worse on this on that app is when you're watching some video of some like a little girl like dancing and stuff and like you're like oh that looks cool you swipe all right onto their page and it says 16 and like nope nope I, i'm on list I, I, it's over it's over it's all of I, them bro it's all of them i feel like i'm just walking i'm you know i want to take a two-minute break from work i open the app it's just it's just ass and it's the young children and i'm like bruh i don't i don't know what i signed up for here but i have like none of this shit and i scroll past it every time and it will not stop putting that shit in front of me i don't know what to do i don't know what you niggas have been doing on this app where's the funny shit y'all send funny shit in the group chat all this that's all i want to some funny shit i just want some shit that y'all been sending in the group chat but nah i'm just getting girls dropping their robes and shit i'm getting twerking out of nowhere i'm i'm scared i'm scared and i'm nervous and i don't like it that app makes me anxious I don't know what you is is this is this like am I, am I just the only one that's talking about it? Is everybody experiencing this shit? Because I don't know what I did wrong. You need to follow a couple of comedians. I hope I I need to figure out something because I got to get all this ass out of my face. This is terrifying. <laughs> also, have you gone to your Instagram Reels Explore page? Well, that's, that's worse. I, I made it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's on me. I'll I'll take I'll take responsibility for that. And those are adult women. <laughs> From East Africa, so I'll, <laughs> I, I I take I take full responsibility for that. But um, as far as TikTok goes, I I don't like that the default is seventeen year olds throwing ass in my face. I think that's terrifying, and I think we should all be ashamed of ourselves that that we're that's like one of the most popular apps. What I will say is that the podcast is doing pretty well on it. Mine mine is not that at all. Mine is. Mine is a bunch of jokes and shit. I, so I, I, I can't find it, man. I've, I tried so hard. I was searching things, just searching topics, trying to put some shit in my so I could like it, get the algorithm tailored to me more so. It's just been ass. It's been All like I can say is, now. Joe, there's, there might be a light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know how you get there because I remember when I first started, it was mostly it was mostly ass. Um, now, it wasn't it, – it was, they, were, they were of age. They were promoting OnlyFans, so I know, I know they're over 18. Um what app are y'all using? Because when but, I first started, it was this nigga doing survival tactics in the woods. But but I don't know how what when it changed. But eventually, it was just Reddit conspiracy theories and people re, uh, reviewing white people making food. So uh, it changed. I just eventually. want some of that. There we go. I would I would welcome Jackson Mahomes. That would be the least of my worries if Jackson Mahomes was flooding my <laughs> timeline instead of these high school girls throwing their titties in my face. You get the fuck away from me! It's disgusting. <laughs> <clears throat> just close the, just close the app have you yeah tried that's that? all i did well that's the thing every time i open it it's just that for like 17 fucking posts in a row i'm just trying to scroll past it trying to get one fucking stand-up comedian or one soccer highlight or one fucking basketball dunk or something but not nah, follow just follow uh sam morell i don't know i'll, I'll just y'all, yeah, yeah seriously y'all gotta save me bro i am terrified of that app got ptsd all from right, that yeah, shit I'll, I'll send you that, and there's another one I'll send you. Okay, a, I can send you. I can send you some 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 ass. <laughs> well, I, you and I have the same taste, so maybe. But all right, um, <laughs> my light skin of the week. Uh, I I have two. Um, but we'll stay in the football vein though. My first one is Jared Goff. He didn't do anything. I'm just really worried about him. <laughs> they traded him to Detroit from L.A. That already is really a painful. That's a painful move. I don't like to shit on Detroit. A lot of cool things have come out of Detroit. Not a great place to live, especially if you uh, are coming straight from L.A. Um, second, uh, the team that he was on is going to the Super Bowl without him um, as a direct result of them having a different quarterback. So that's just got to be painful to watch. I hope people are doing wellness checks on Jared Goff. He never hurt anybody. He didn't deserve this. Um my second light skin of the week is actual light skin. It's a uh, Tyga. Um, again, he didn't he didn't do anything. I just um, this past weekend, I kind of just dove into like uh, let's let me just listen to all these Tyga songs that kind of get popping in the club and just see if like maybe I've been unnecessarily hating on this nigga. Tyga's got some heat, man. I don't I don't know too many people that can beat Tyga in a versus if if they were to do that. Tyga Tyga has fucking free time. Do you have Tyga has a run? <laughs> I'm just trying to give this nigga his flowers. I've never once woken up on a Saturday evening with no plans and been like, fuck, that Tiger discography. Let me just double check and run that back. Yo, I was getting ready for the pregame. I was like, I'm kind of tired. I kind of want to get hype. And then like a Tiger song. Tiger. A Tiger song. Hey, yeah. Hey, you spelled hey, Tiger wrong. Hey. 
on Apple. I was to I figure felt out. the same way earlier this week, and then I fucking ran. Just I was like, let me hit the Tiger Greatest Hits, and I was like, all these are actually heat. If I just stop being an asshole, no. If you really want to dive into it, his mixtapes back when we were in like high, like grade school, high yeah, school, they were actually was, some pretty good mixtapes. That's all I'm saying. And he was he was the first one to make a a, a mixtape like music video that was a uh, was a uh, really saw like Pornhub or something Correct. like that. Um, he's always been in that bag, but I just think he makes good party music, and I think he might not get the credit he deserves for for creating a good atmosphere in the club. So, I I'm just trying to give Tiger his flowers. Thank you, Tiger. Also, Tiger he does make one heat <clears throat> song like every single at least one. He's got one per summer, and he has since since Young Money was a thing. So I, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to uh, toss him some toss him some compliments. I think he makes some. Quality party music. He knows. He knows the formula. So shout out to Tiger for that. This third ASAP, or are we all hating? I'm happy for him. I'm happy for ASAP. I'm hating this nigga, bro. I like kids. <laughs> I just I I pray for everyone involved. <laughs> And you know what? You think- I, I'm I'm just saying, like I just if 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 she needs someone to step up and step dad, then I step in. Hmm. <laughs> hey Evan, hey Evan, do me a favor. <laughs> I want you to find a nice tall boy <laughs> and just see if you can fly. <laughs> Dream about it every day. All right, wait. I don't think that Chris Brown really cares all that much but drake was in barbados hanging out with her little brother like two years ago just trying to get her to text him back and uh <laughs> i know he's he's somewhere uh you know punching a wall yeah someone tweeted this is drake's 9-11 and i thought that was kind of funny <laughs> i mean he's canadian like like drake didn't live through 9-11 he's, he's, uh, <laughs> he's canadian they didn't have that there yeah, really. They, I mean, they were sad, but they didn't give a shit. He didn't have family. Well, they they couldn't fly to Disney World that day. I mean, nobody could. They don't even nobody have black. They don't even have Black History Month there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because that was the line of freedom. <laughs> yeah, really. It would just be a positive history. So, what's the point of revisiting it? <laughs> yeah, Canadians. I think they they probably had slaves, but they were kind of nice to them. No, there's a story of um, of a free uh, a free man. He was Canadian, black. He went to the United States to visit or something, and he actually ended up being sold into slavery because he just was black. Yeah, it's called Twelve Years a Slave. Wait, really? That's essentially the premise. I don't know if he came from Canada or not. No, that's the exact plot of Twelve Years a Slave. Except, yeah, I don't know if he started in Canada or not. They could just walk too far down one road. <laughs> They're like, all right, wait, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> No, li- yeah, literally. Should like, you be at work, boy? <laughs> literally, just grocery shopping. It was like Toby. It was like, no, I'm a free man. I have my papers. Like, no, nigga, you asleep. <laughs> and then, yeah, he was just a slave for twelve years. And then Brad Pitt just shows up out of nowhere, <laughs> just beautiful as fuck, and he's just like, wait a minute, you talk well. <laughs> And then just there's a sunset, and he's just his hair's just flowing. He's like, "I'm gonna get you out of here." <laughs> he probably didn't change his accent at all, did he? No, that was and that was the whole movie. I don't even think he changed. I think he showed up in Levi's. <laughs> they got a silk shirt on. It's like hey. I'm really, I'm really not making this up. Actually, I think he actually like the outfit he was wearing. He could wear to like a like a brunch today. <laughs> I went really far out of my way to never see that movie. <laughs> I watched that movie like seven times. <laughs> Wait, was it twelve times for twelve years? Uh, Evan, did you ever get actually watching? No, I haven't. I watched it in Spanish too. It was uh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Mine, uh, we already touched on him a little bit. Mine's Adam Schefter. Hmm. Um, he uh, he was the one that broke the news about uh, Tom Brady retiring. Um. My also hey, Tom Brady's actually the only person I actually know who's got more handsome as the years progressed for an old white man. But anyway, um, man, he got the work done, man. He he, you know, shout out to that surgeon, man. 
Yeah, he looks awfully good. Anyway, Adam Schefter, uh, a lot of people were bashing him, saying uh, how he falsely reported something and he didn't have the right sources and uh, he shouldn't have reported on something like this if he didn't have all the correct information because I guess it wasn't clear-cut that he was uh, retiring. Um, Then uh, two days later, Tom Brady comes out uh, to retire. Um, Mm. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Adam Schefter went back and liked all those tweets. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He uh, he liked it from Barcelona, from uh, just random people who were tweeting that stuff. He went ahead and liked those tweets that were saying that he's – he needs to go ahead and pack it up. He's not as reliable as he used to be. So um, I like a petty king like that. So shout out to Adam Schefter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Keep the receipts. All right. Let's do game of the week. This is how y'all taking care of child support payments. Game of the week. Game of the week is just us giving you advice. Probably shouldn't listen to it. Uh, uh, my game of the week is uh, leave your hometown. Uh, leave your hometown. Uh, even if they start getting Mine good at, even if they start getting good at sports as soon as you leave, uh, I am kind of a Cincinnati Bengals fan, guys. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I, I was rooting for UC football team when they were in the national championship, and I found myself kind of rooting for the the Cincinnati Bengals. As someone that has witnessed all the hater shit that you've done over the years to those both of those teams, that's that's crazy to hear. That's crazy to hear. I'm happy for Cincinnati. Cincinnati doesn't have a lot going for it. I'm happy they have something to be excited about for once. I was hoping they lose because I know their fan base is just honestly unbearable. Any Ohio fan base is unbearable after a win. And it's just because like, you guys simply don't know how to win. And it's it shows every single time you guys win anything. Like I remember University of Dayton was in like the NCAA tournament. And they won two games. And you would have thought that they they ended slavery. Like they wrecked <laughs> the entire neighborhood. I think there was a scrimmage at Ohio State that they won nicely and they went ahead and destroyed the entire like little street. So no one here knows how to win properly. It's it's honestly just annoying at this point. And they hearken on every single win as if it happened two weeks ago. You would have think that the Cavaliers won the NBA Finals yesterday if you walked in through Ohio. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk too much shit about Ohio because I do it all the time. But um, the, I, learned, I learned a lot about watching sports fans in Ohio and how y'all moved and how um, – you know, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm used to my franchise uh, not being great or whatever, but there's a difference between like having a bad franchise and being a hater franchise. And I feel like Ohio is filled with hater franchises, but now y'all are heating up. And maybe if y'all win some, y'all be haters less. It's not how it works, but I think, I think they're getting better. I think they're getting better because these are, it's not like we have like some like superstar talent coming through. Like I think Joe Burrow will be like a superstar, but like how the Cavs, like the Cavs are good, right? Yeah. The Cavs are good, but we have like they're like a homegrown good. Like it's yeah. like a and that never lasts more than two years. Uh, I mean, d- don't get me started. We could talk about the Cavaliers for another twenty five <laughs> minutes, <laughs> but we're we're like a it's like a homegrown good, and I think I feel like there's a little bit of a sophistication coming with the Cavaliers at least. Just because, I mean, but just because it's not like we have a bunch of bandwagoners. Like a, a lot of like the bandwagoners were like LeBron fans. Right now, like the Cavs fans that are left are like just you know, Cavs fans. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys have no big names besides K love, which isn't really a big name anymore. So if you're rooting for, if you're, if you're following the Cavs right now, that's because you're a real fan. I get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Bengals and shout out to, uh, yeah. Also uh, the thing with the Bengals, yeah. they didn't even have time to grow a bandwagon base that like, this is all a surprise. Yeah. Even to it all Bengals. happened really fast. Yeah. It all happened really fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, Right now, if you want to get like usually when a team's going to the Super Bowl, like they upcharge the fuck out of shirts, you can still get a Bengal shirt for fifteen dollars if you go right now. Like it's it's yeah. it, there's still time. Shit, invest. I I'm, I might be rooting for him in the Super Bowl. In fact, I think I am. I think I am rooting for him in the Super Bowl. It'd be cool a, to see the Bengals yeah. win, mostly because we have a couple of friends whose reactions I would really really love to see. Yeah, that that should have been my last year in the week. Those guys that just actually stay committed. I'm I'm rooting against them because I have to do a lot of work, a lot of work for my job if they win. So I <laughs> I am rooting so heavily. I've never rooted so hard against someone in my life. The, the amount of work I have to do for the next two weeks because of these people, just because Kansas City couldn't kick a field goal, I have to do 
just extra shit at this point. It's no, no, lose, please. For the love of God, please lose. I have to work six days for the next two weeks, and I'm tired of it. Absolutely tired. You gotta, somebody's gotta cover all that fanfare. You know what I mean? Confetti in the streets. An hour away. There is no point. Well, good luck. Good luck, young man. Yeah. Uh, and also Joe Burrow, if you're listening, if we if you want to be friends, we can we can we can hang out. I think he's like exactly our age too. Yeah, he is. He would he would honestly fit seamlessly in with us if uh, if uh, he was never a football player. Yeah, that's true. His his code switching is impeccable, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I think he's married. Is he? I think he is. Does that mean he can't be our friend, Evan? What are you insinuating? Yeah, that means he can't be our friend. Yeah, that's probably fair. All right, <laughs> y'all good? Well, well, damn! If he's married, he won't enjoy all the fine women Cincinnati has to offer. We end it. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, this is Alex. This is Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. Hey, you know, aside from all the hate shit I said about TikTok, we're on TikTok. We got TikToks up. TikTok's doing well. We're on IG. We're on Twitter. Um, we're on fucking Soundtrap. Fucking SoundCloud, I mean, and Apple, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you made it this far, you already know, but check us out. We're on YouTube as well. Um, she'll have a lot more content coming. Um, we've been we've been getting pretty regular with it, so check us out. Yep, this is Evan, uh, all that yeah. stuff. All right, peace.